Well, hello, beauties. Erica here with another episode for you. And if you are new to the Beauty in the Vlog podcast, welcome. I am so excited to have you and be part of the community here. And if you are a longtime listener, then you probably know that I am on a bit of a break from the podcast, just two to three months while I focus on the Beauty and the Vlog bootcamp. If you want to learn more about the bootcamp and what it's about, you can go to beautyandthevlog.com forward slash bootcamp. So while I'm focusing on the bootcamp, I am going to be replaying some of the best episodes of Beauty in the Vlog for you. We've got over a hundred episodes here and there's such amazing content. So I know I'm not going to be publishing new episodes for the next couple months, but there's such amazing content and great gems of information that have already been uploaded. So I am highlighting those for the next few months. So uh, if you're new, then those will be brand new for you. And if you are part of the community already, if you listen to the episodes, it's always great to re-listen again because there's just so much information in each and every episode. And I've curated the best episodes that I think you will get the most out of listening to again. And just know that the podcast is my number one. I absolutely love the podcast. That's the heart and soul of beauty and the vlog. So I will be coming back full force with amazing interviews, amazing episodes in a few months once the bootcamp has wrapped up. So I'm very excited for all the amazing content that I have planned for the podcast. And if you love the podcast, please uh, snap a photo of you listening or a screenshot and upload it onto your Instagram stories and tag me. I love seeing that. I love seeing how you guys listen to the podcast and I will make sure to share those on my Instagram stories as well. So don't forget to screenshot uh, your phone and just do it right now and tag me in Instagram. And also, if you are not a member of the Facebook group, definitely go in there. I will be in there as well. It's a thriving community, lots of amazing creators helping one another out and just a really great group of people over there. So join the free uh, Facebook group as well. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't, please leave a review. It helps so much uh, when it comes to podcast rankings. All right, guys, I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Nicole Concilio, originally from New York and now lives in Los Angeles, has exploded on the beauty YouTube and Instagram scene. In just over a year, she's amassed over a million followers on Instagram and 225,000 subscribers on YouTube with over 50,000 views per video. She has achieved deals with Lipland Cosmetics, Tarte Cosmetics, and many more. Nicole's genuine down-to-earth personality makes her a favorite go-to makeup reviewer and resource for her hundreds of thousands of online fans. Welcome to the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. Beauty and the Vlog is an online community and podcast dedicated to supporting YouTube content creators in beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle. We go behind the scenes in the world of video creating through YouTuber interviews, strategy sessions, and in-depth discussions pertaining to all things YouTube. To get the most out of Beauty and the Vlog, make sure to join the Beauty and the Vlog Facebook group and check out our beautyandthevlog.com website for show notes and more. So sit back, relax, and prepare to learn, have fun, and be inspired. Let's go. Well, hello, beauties. Erica here with another episode for you. 
And for this episode of Beauty in the Vlog, I am so excited to have Nicole Concilio, who many of you guys probably know who she is. In addition to Nicole, I also have her boyfriend, Nick, who's her manager. So we have a cool behind the scenes look at not only Nicole, but Nick as well and how he works with her as a manager. So super excited for this interview. Uh, before we get started, like always, make sure that you go on to the Beauty in the Vlog website for all the show notes. So if we talk about any links or anything like that. They'll all be there at the Beauty and the Vlog website. Also, join in on our Facebook group. We have a ton of fun there. We have collabs. If you want to start a YouTube channel, if you're looking to grow a YouTube channel, come to the Beauty and the Vlog Facebook group. We've got a ton of people there. Lots of support, lots of fun. And make sure that you subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher for the podcast. All right. So Nicole Concilio, originally from New York, now lives in Los Angeles, has exploded on the beauty YouTube and Instagram scene. In just over one year, she's amassed over a million followers on Instagram and 225,000 subscribers on YouTube with over 50,000 views per YouTube video. She has achieved deals with Lipland Cosmetics, Tarte Cosmetics, and many more. Nicole's genuine down-to-earth personality makes her a favorite go-to makeup reviewer and resource for her hundreds of thousands of online fans. Nicole and Nick, welcome to the podcast. Hi! Hello! Where's my fancy intro paragraph? <laughs> I'm like, it's like, Nick is a bum who writes a lot of emails. <laughs> we'll, we'll be like, Nick, Nicole's boyfriend. Okay, great. That yeah. <laughs> no, I know there's a lot, a lot more where that's from. So we'll dive into that. And Nick, we will dive into what you do. We'll give you the proper credit that you deserve. All right. So we'll get started. So we'll get started with you, Nicole. And why don't you tell us... What inspired you to get started? I think you started on Instagram, right? You started on Instagram yes. and then you went on to YouTube. So what inspired you to start your Instagram account and start doing makeup on Instagram? So I've always kind of, I mean, I feel like every girl always has a like feel or a passion for beauty, whether it be something as simple as just popping on mascara in the morning. So I always was interested in makeup, even though I didn't wear too much growing up. But what really got me started was when I was 19, 20 years old, I got diagnosed with a cardiac disease, actually two cardiac diseases. Hmm. I have what's called mitral valve prolapse and tachycardia. And basically, I had lost a lot of weight. I had to take off a semester from college to fix everything. And I noticed that in me losing a lot of weight, I just did not look like myself anymore. I looked like totally emaciated. And makeup was one of those things that made me feel and look like my older self before I was sick. And that actually kind of drove the passion for me to just really begin to love beauty even more. And luckily today, currently 2016, I am definitely like 95% better. So I'm really grateful that something that was such a hard time in my life turned into like one of the greatest moments of my life. So that's basically how I got started. Wow. So let's connect the two. So you you had this sickness, which made you really thin and yeah. you loved makeup. It kind of brought you back to where you were. So then what's the connection between that and then, you know, deciding to, hey, I'm going to upload onto Instagram? 
Well, so I would say like, so I'm 23 years old right now. Mm -hmm. So I would say it took me like a good year or two before being completely better and kind of like having the courage and the balls to like actually do it. Mm -hmm. I was working at the time at a hospital because that's actually what I went to college for. I went to college to be a medical assistant and Mm -hmm. I was working at a hospital doctor's office. And I just, even though I loved helping patients. My true passion was just beauty. And I was like, I know I'm not going to be happy unless if I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like how I was just like, I got to do it. You followed some other like beauty blogs yeah, and like, stuff and that kind of made it more real for you. Definitely. Like um, I remember just even when I was sick, I was constantly watching Nicole Guerrero and Carly mm-hmm. Bybel. They are kind of my, um, the people that I look up to the most out yeah. of everyone in the industry because they were the people that actually gave me the courage to like try on makeup and try new things when I was sick. And like they brought so much joy to my life just like talking about makeup and doing tutorials and different techniques. And I was like, well, I want to do that for people too. Mm. That's nice. And so Nick, were you, were you guys together when Nicole used to, well, this was only a year ago. Were you guys together when you started? Yes. We actually started dating and talking, I would say like probably like six months before I even started doing beauty. Yeah. Like like pursuing it as a career. End of 2014 and then into 2015 and, yeah, she was just really inspired by these other beauty bloggers. And I think, I don't know, did any of them ever like contact you? Didn't you have like some kind of like a, like not relationship, but like a, you communicated with Carly or something? Yeah, like, yeah. Carly and I used to talk a little bit. Like I would email her and same thing with Amrizi. Um, I had sent her an email telling her like how much she inspired me and like just like, kind of communicated a little bit before then and i think hearing back from that yeah like, definitely just hearing back extra, from that was nice extra boost to like try this out and it's so cool to see it kind of come full circle because we see you know people commenting and stuff on nicole's stuff about mm-hmm. you know you think it's oh it's just makeup you know it's just you know it's just beauty vlogging but at the end of the day you know Nicole's audience is really strong and kind of that, you know, troubled teen age, you know, mm-hmm. sort of like mm-hmm. girls who are 14, 15, 16, just struggling with like their identity, becoming women and makeup is kind of a cool way to, to help them kind of like feel comfortable in that awkward phase, but then it grows into like a larger passion. And I think Nicole's loves to kind of see people reaching yeah. out to her and realize that she has actually impacting someone's day. Like Definitely. people have said, that, you know, watching Nicole's YouTube videos, like the highlight of the day, you know, they got detention in class or whatever, or they're <laughs> in a fight with their girlfriends in high school or whatever. And like Nicole's video made the day better. So. Yeah, that definitely makes me feel like that's like why I wanted to do this whole thing anyway, it was just to help people, whether it be helping them apply makeup or helping them with like real life issues. I always wanted to be that escape for people, mm-hmm. you know, like you have a rough day, whatever, you're arguing with so-and-so, but at least for the 10 minutes that they're watching my videos, they can forget about all of that stuff. Yeah. So I've always wanted to do just to help people always. Yeah. So let's go back to when you were sending those emails. Were you sending those emails back and forth before you were even on, like before you were even yeah. an influencer? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you said, hey, I'm. you shared your story? Yeah. 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 Like Carly knew. Um, I would say I got 
a little bit more personal with Amra Amrizi. And um, I kind of told her more in depth about what was going on with me and just thanking her for like, for like inspiring me, you know, because like, I really don't know how I got through everything if it wasn't for makeup, like really makeup just made me so happy when I was sick. Wow, that's, that's amazing. So you got inspiration from them, they encouraged you to get started. So then, Mm -hmm. then you got started. And and then, so then what happened? So let, let's talk about when you got started, because I mean, it's been crazy. I can imagine for the two of you guys, I mean, it's been crazy. You've blown up like a million Thank Instagram you. followers in a year. Like that's insane. So let's talk about like when you got started, how you got started. Did you know what you were doing? Did you study things ahead of time? Nick, did you help her out? Like, how did you kind of get started? Because a lot of the people listening, there are people that have either been, they're wanting to get started or they've been doing it and they just can't seem to get anywhere. So they look at someone like you and they're like, oh my God, how, you know, how did she, she do this? So let's talk about when you first got started and like those first couple months. Yeah, definitely. So I think it's important with any dream or any any drive that you want to accomplish or anything that you want to accomplish you have to put 100% of your heart and your soul into it so i wasn't working at the time like i had zero income i barely had $200 to my name and i was just like i need to try this all or nothing to see if i could really do it because i know like i was trying to do a little bit of makeup when i was doing medical assistant but mm-hmm. i was just like this is physically impossible mm-hmm. so i quit my job and i was like all right i'm going to try this like straight up you know i'm going to give it my all and basically that's how i got started i want to say i was posting a lot of like makeup selfies at first mm-hmm. like kind of just using a breakdown of the products that i was using and i would kind of give like a little description um something that i've used from the beginning is definitely like a lot of tart products so you know i would explain like oh i love this tart product because it's good for this and that and like mm-hmm. kind of just explaining through captions mm-hmm. and it wasn't until i started uploading instagram videos yes. when i really took off because i think there's only so much that a photo can teach people. Mm-hmm. Whereas a video, even if it's a 15 second video, cause that's how long Instagram videos used to be. Yeah. I think that's when it really, really took off just people kind of seeing the techniques and the tricks that I was doing. A lot of the videos I did when I first started was just a lot of funny videos. Like I was doing the clown contouring. I did mm-hmm. like cheetah contouring, just kind of reminding people that you know, no matter what, yeah, like makeup's fun. fun. No matter what you're doing in life, whether you're a construction worker, you're, you know, a hairstylist, you're a teacher, like no matter what your job should always be fun. So that's why that was so important to me, like kind of demonstrating that like makeup isn't serious. It's a fun thing. It's at the end of the day, like I get to wipe it off, you know? So, and I, and I also get to wear something that I created. So it's really, really cool to have those aspects of makeup. So I think that that's really what made my channel take off was just kind of, I'm not afraid to like be silly and make mistakes. Like I'm not some perfect model over here. You know, I'm very, I'm very like, down to earth. And, you know, even if you watch my YouTube videos, I'll mess up and I'll be like, oh crap. Like I just Mm -hmm. did that on camera. Like, you know, so I like to leave those in to show people that like, you don't have to be this perfect person to achieve success. Like I'm nowhere near perfect and I still make mistakes every day or I'll make looks 
that I don't even like. And I'm like, Ew, why did I do that? Or something like that. So yeah. I like to leave that in. But yeah, I mean, Nick was definitely encouraging a lot. Uh, throughout the whole thing if you want well i just well i I, you know sorry i'm like like, i'm talking like over nick over here no i mean it's 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 your interview Uh, i'm just excited i I was just you know as supportive as possible to her she i didn't i don't think i really understood like the gravity of what she was about to start doing she was just like i think i'm gonna start doing makeup posts i was like okay sure all right do some makeup posts like Mm -hmm. you're you're really good at makeup like sounds good and then i think when she started getting like featured on bigger on bigger makeup accounts and stuff like that and her followers started growing i was like wait a minute i was looking at what i was doing as a as you know for my job i've always worked in social media and actually in influencer marketing for the past five years oh wow and i kind of said wait a minute there's definitely something here and i ended up you know stopping working full-time and just saying like I really think Nicole can can go places and I think her content it's weird she's different from a lot of other beauty influencers out there and the fact that you know to go back to what you were saying was like how how does that happen on Instagram yeah I think her content focuses on like a few different things first of all it's it's always fun and entertaining to watch like it's (laughs) thank you you know like (laughs) the the whether it's the you did the little deer contour. You're giving me a big head over here. <laughs> um, and the second part is is it's educational content, right? That's the stuff that makes it, that's what makes things viral. It's like, oh my God, she did this. You can use this for this product for this. I didn't even know that. And then that's how people start sharing stuff with their friends. And then the third is just consistency. Like mm-hmm. if you really want to do this, you know, you got to give it at least a th- you know, three months, four months solid every single day. Yeah. You got to post something and it's got to be posting something good to Instagram and something different. It's not just like, here's my makeup today. Here's my makeup tomorrow. Here's my makeup. That, Cause that just, that doesn't teach any, remember it's not, that's not really entertaining. That doesn't really teach anybody anything. You got to have like, you have got to have a niche, right? Like, yeah. a niche. <laughs> Oh, I love for- that. I, I all about that. I did an entire episode because I'm kind of creating a series on like how to get started. And the entire yeah. first episode is all about your niche. Yeah. 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 Like you got to find like, that's what was doing it for me. Like I was noticing at first, I was like, wow, like my selfies, not the quality sucks, but I was like, wow, like this sucks. Nobody cares about selfies. Mm-hmm. And then when Instagram introduced the video feature and I, that was like kind of. That's so much of, of who Nicole is. It's like half of it is like, yeah, she's really freaking good at makeup. The other mm-hmm. half is, oh my God, she's like this cute, super cute personality. Yeah. She's, she's like happy oh, all the time. People <laughs> accent, you know, it's just like yeah. it that's what's kind of like unique. So it's just about finding your niche or niche. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, how do you say it? I think it's niche or niche. Niche. Quiche, quiche in the morning. Oh, also, like just something that, like, and I'm not trying to like praise myself for this. No, that's what this interview is for. You've accomplished a lot in the last year, so let's thank you. you know, let's let's get in it. That's so. my own, own but yeah, two, no, two. No, no, like another thing was kind of like for me, like going back to what I said about how like I quit my job to basically yeah. do this full time. The one of the main reasons I even did that was because like 
I knew like I didn't have lighting. I barely had a good camera. I didn't have anything that I have today. So I was borrowing my dad's (laughs) camera and I would like wake up literally at like 7 a.m. because that was the only time that good lighting Lighting. go through my house. And like just you have to be willing to do like crazy things like that Mm. to achieve a goal or a dream. Like even now, like the other day, like, I was filming probably until like two, three in the morning, like six videos in a row because I knew I was going on vacation Mm -hmm. and I was like, I need to have content up. Like you have to like push yourself in the best way possible to have like an amazing outcome. And it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's so hard. At first, you're not going to see that traction. You're going to do like a month's worth of content and to be like, damn, I only got like few hundred new followers this month like Mm -hmm. the traction isn't going to be immediate you know it's not it's we're in such a instant results society myself too and but you know you just got to be consistent and eventually you know the heads will start turning and well I think eventually as long as you're doing certain things right because there's a lot of people that push and push and they're working hard and that's the thing I hear I'm working so hard I'm working so hard but I think what you guys did and you Nicole did is was perfect in that you found a venue a media that that really worked well with you and your talents like the Instagram and I think you were like first to market too when it came to those Instagram videos because I remember I remember seeing you and I remember I think you even commented on one of my photos or something somehow <laughs> I saw you know you said something or whatever and then like I followed you like oh yeah she's cute whatever and then I I started looking at your account I'm like whoa I think I look like a few months later and you had like way more and I and because this is what I do I look back yeah. and I'm like wow she's blown up and I had I had an opinion and I was like I think it's because she's she's super she's cute and she's great personality and she Thank figured you. out these Instagram videos and she was one of the first ones to go out there and be creative with it and to do things that were different like you went out there you did that clown contouring you did like the cheetah contouring and there are things like Nick like you said they're informational but they're also entertaining and you like hit that so well and then Thank you just you. blew up yeah, once you connect with something like that, you yeah. just repeat, just repeat the process. And now it's like, you know, Instagram video is so awesome. It's a little bit more saturated now. It is. So the thing is like in the beauty mm-hmm. world, you know, she did so much research before and she was just kind of like anticipating what would be the next big thing. And you got to anticipate what's going to be the next big yeah. trend or the next big. She's always like looking to see what the next big products are what the next big trends oh everyone's doing this or that and trying to be like ahead of the curve before it's happening she's mm-hmm. she's doing it like those instagram videos she was kind of like at the top of the top of the game and then just once you dial it in with something just pedal to the metal just keep yeah. producing that kind of content so yeah once you figure out what works and it's like like yeah you can't yeah. stop that's when you finally get going and really really like you said be consistent post things every single day it takes yeah. that speculation though and that yeah. for people just getting started like you know don't just copy what you see your favorite makeup artist doing but actually think like okay how can i take this the next step where do i where do i think this trend yeah. is going to go and then you know be gutsy and like well i'm going to you know Try my lipstick as eyeshadow. No, just kidding. Yeah. 
No, I don't do something different. Mighty Beauty actually made something like that, like a multi-stick. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, I want to go back and unpack a little bit of what you said. So, Nicole, you said, and I I love this, but it's a little bit, it's a little risky. You said, you know, kind of to go where you you are now, you had to quit what you were doing and just do it full force. So, but you said you had like $200 to your name. How were you able to realistically like quit and support yourself and have the equipment and stuff to do the videos and everything? Like, how were you able to do that? So I was still living at home in New York and I'm very lucky that my family kind of like supported my dream. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't have to worry that much about home cooked meals or anything like that because I knew my mom was going to do something or like, you know, they were like, I, I had that kind of like support. Yeah. That's amazing. So, but as far as it comes to like, buying makeup because I know that that can be very expensive, especially if you want to get like featured on other brands, social channels. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, for example, if you want to get featured on like an urban decay's Instagram or like whatever, some, you have to be using their products. So, you know, my parents actually own a dog grooming business in New York. So I would help out there and my parents would kind of help me. Yeah. Like, you know, I would go in and I would help out the front desk or like, you know, I would wash a dog every now and then. So (laughs) I think I was very, very lucky to have my parents support me and just kind of believe in me in that factor that I was able to kind of fulfill my dream or even pursue a dream. Yeah. Oh my God. My dad. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my dad, my dad definitely plays a big role in it as far and same with my mom too. But it's so funny because my mom is definitely a stickler for money. And my dad's like, Oh, what do you want to get? What do you want to buy? What do you want to do this? (laughs) Yeah. So I was lucky that my dad was like a gadgets kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. He he got into it with you. (laughs) Yeah. So he got even even yesterday, it's so funny. He's texting me, asking me if I'm gonna get this new drone that just came out. And I'm like, Dad, what the heck? Yeah. (laughs) that's cool though that's super cute okay so one of the questions that I always ask anybody that comes on the show is and you've kind of talked a little bit about it but Mm -hmm. I'm curious if there was anything very specific um, that tipping point or were there multiple tipping points for you just because everything's happened so fast where Um, you're kind of going along and there's something that like bam that's kind of what I would have to say my first big feature on Vegas Nay's account that was like huge that would that got me thousands of followers um when she posted me on her instagram and then same with huda when huda was posting me but i would say like if i had to pick a specific like date and time and month and i would say probably november of last year when i got asked to go on the tart cosmetics trip to turks and caicos Mm. that was kind of like when i was like wow holy crap i cannot believe that this company that i looked up to for years is asking me to go on a trip with them and at the time i was the smallest blogger i had like maybe two three hundred Follower, two hundred thousand followers, and with followers, yeah, yes. tiny, <laughs> physically, yeah. And I remember being very, very intimidated and being like, "Oh my god, like, am I even? What am I doing here?" Yeah, like, what am I doing here? Am I even good enough to go on this trip? And I was like, stop it. Don't think that way. Like, we were like, oh, she only has 200,000 followers. What's yeah. she doing on this trip? And you know, yeah, people were like, oh, she doesn't like- deserve to be there. Like, you know, commenters. But 
I think that that was... Wait, people would say that? like, Or like followers would say that? Or like the people on the trip would say that? Oh, no, no like... one on the trip. Uh, oh, oh. The trip was very, very sweet and yeah. welcoming to me. Yeah. But I, like random comment. Oh, okay. It's okay. Instagram haters. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so funny. It's still about like, it's about anticipating the next yeah. the next big thing. And Tart saw the same thing that I saw in Nicole. Nicole. It wasn't like... It was like, yeah, so what? She only has 200,000. By the time she has 4 million and you're trying to go after her, it's going to Yeah, gonna, it's going to too late. It's already been it's a brand. It's hard so. to even get, you know, you got to like anticipate, anticipate that. And I think that's what Tarte did. And I feel like that's why to this day, you know, they're still kind of like a close brand to yeah, Nicole's heart because they, they saw that and they believed in Nicole early on. And, yeah. And yeah. invited her to kind of be part of the, the club or whatever you know <laughs> yeah and i think that's like something that's really good for like newer people or people that are trying to, uh, to hear because you know brands yes they like to work with people that are established but a lot of the established and you can you know nick and nicole kind of film mm-hmm. it here in this too but a lot of the established people already have like the relationship with the brands that they really work with and so i've heard and talking with brands that they're always kind of looking for that person like the next nicole somebody that they can kind of bring in who they know is going to be like somewhat loyal to their brand or someone like Bye. That they're, you know, a little bit of a brand spokesperson. So they're looking for new people. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Like another brand that I work with, Benefit Cosmetics, I know for a fact that they don't care about numbers. Like Mm -hmm. they don't, they will send products to people with 10,000 followers to all the way up to a million followers. So, you know, that's, that's also what I love is just like working with brands with like that, because even to this day, I still feel a lot of pressure because even though I have that one M next to my name on Instagram, Mm -hmm. I still need to be hustling and working my butt off. Like I really honestly don't have much of a social life. I'm like, we don't really have (laughs) Like, like the only time I ever really, I mean, honestly, it's bad. Nick has to drag me out of the house to stop working. Like, yeah. really, like I'm such a work. We're working, on, we're working on time management. These yeah. days. We're working on compartmentalizing things. Yeah. So like, okay, you're going to work from 12 to four on X, Y, Z. And then at four, we're going to go for a bike ride or we're going to yeah. do something for you an hour. You have to do that. Especially since you guys work together, you have to kind of have some yeah. fun with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Your sanity. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just like in this panic mode. And that's the other thing for people getting started is you got to be like planned and meticulous about it. Like yeah. Yeah. get a pen and paper and write down, I'm going to post these days, these times. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. You got to plan it out. It can't just be like, oh my God, I have so much work to do. Because then yeah. you maintain that state of chaos all day long. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You don't get anything done. done yeah. Instead of just like, bullet point, I'm going to do one, two, three things today, and then I'm going to go have fun or whatever. Do you, do you <laughs> use like an, I get asked this, do you use like any kind of app or calendar with your planning? I had a huge whiteboard on the wall for a long time. She won't let me hang it in our in her new beauty room. She's I like, don't want, I don't want it in here. sit and just talk and I'd be like, okay, what companies do you want to work with? Yeah. What, you know, who should I be contacting? You know, yeah. where are we at with other companies? And we would just sit down and go through our kind of contacts together and come up with plans on that whiteboard. And also using Google, what is that? The calendar app that comes on your phone. Everything's on, everything's on our calendar. Yeah. Like I never thought in a million years I'd be like a calendar kind of girl, but literally what I do now is I'll wake up in the morning, look at my calendar of stuff that Nick and I have written in it. And I'll be like, okay, I need to get this, this, and this done today. And that's my main focus of the day. Yeah. And that, thank God for Nick, because he's yeah. the one that like started me on that. Otherwise I'd be in complete chaos. Yeah, yeah. 
You have a, a lot going on. Yeah. Okay. So one of the other questions that I always ask too is struggle. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you're struggling with or that you have struggled with when it comes to your Instagram and your channel? Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely the struggle to be unique and different is always is always in the back of my mind because it's like you always want to stand out in your own way. Like you don't like Nick was kind of saying earlier, you don't really want to co- quote unquote copy someone or mm-hmm. like just you always want to be unique. And I think that that always sticks in the back of my head a lot. And it does add a lot of pressure on me. Um, but I think it's good pressure. It's not, it's not like bad pressure, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, even to this day, I still will struggle with YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like YouTube is a very, very hard platform. It's even more saturated than Instagram is. So I, I'm trying to find that split now where I'm trying to bring over my followers from Instagram to my YouTube channel because videos is really where it's at. Like, you know, Mm. seeing people like physically applying makeup or voice. Yes. Hearing their voice, seeing the products in real time, not just a Photoshopped photo or Mm. picture or anything like that. I think seeing that definitely plays a key role in just the way that the beauty industry is heading and the way that I kind of am predicting it to be heading towards is just I feel like videos are really and they are today like yeah it's, it's already there yeah exactly so I think just anyone that's listening like I still I still am struggling I still worry there's I still put a lot of pressure on myself like I met a girl recently at a um Siate London party her name is Mina and she'll text me every now and then and she'll be like how do you do it and I'm like girl I'm still doing it like you know <laughs> so I think it's really important for people to hear that you know I'm not I'm, I definitely am still working my hiney off and I still get worried. The other night I was almost crying to Nick because I was like, am I doing okay? Like, like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm not growing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think it's huge that, that you have the support, you know, from, from Nick. I mean, it, oh it's, my God, that's a big yeah. thing. And, and so, so Nick, are you doing this full time managing Nicole's career? Yeah. Yeah. She's got just a, a lot of stuff. on. Oh her, yeah. Too. So I mean, what is it she's doing and then what is it exactly that you're doing? So she's, you know, obviously being the, the incredibly face. talented <laughs> artist and face of the of the brand, you know, she's of the Nicole Concilio brand. She's she does all the creative stuff, you know. Yeah. She's obviously Although we have a pretty killer video where I do her makeup and uh, uh, did quite a bang up job. You did. You I, did do a pretty good job. <laughs> she's, all, yeah, she's all about the creative ideas. She's actually very technically savvy. I mean, she's great with Final Cut Pro. She edits all, all, of, her, all of her own stuff, all of her own videos. Oh, you do? You edit everything? Yeah, yeah. She cuts a lot of, you know, pretty much all of her stuff. She's great with cameras and lenses. So she just. Well, you taught me that too. I taught her a lot of that stuff. So she's handling all of like the production okay. aspects and, you know, you know, she has to do the meet and greets and all the, all the FaceTime yeah. type stuff. And then, you know, I pretty much handle a lot of the behind the scenes things. So all of her emails and negotiations and contracts and yeah. You know, I help her kind of strategize for the future a little bit. I handle her scheduling, her her billing, and some of her production stuff too. So, like, he'll definitely help me out with lighting because that lighting, is something yeah. that I'm still kind of testing the waters with. It's always getting better, always yeah. changing. So, so I I want to know 
Um, yeah. Because this is something that, you know, you guys touched about a couple of times and Nick, given your like social media background and everything, what, what do you think is like the next big thing? Like, what are you looking at for Nicole and her future is like the next big thing that you think she needs to really be doing with her career? Man, uh, you know, it's hard. We, we throw around a lot of different ideas. I think was one thing she talked about is just like trying to transmit her audience to different platforms, platforms to kind of diversify that. You know, just to make sure she doesn't have all of her audience on all my eggs in one basket. All of her eggs in one basket, and then, you know, I don't know. I don't know. She she would probably know better as far as like yeah. what's creatively in well, the future. Like with I don't know. Like I know there's been a huge trend in, in like matte lipsticks. Like with the matte lipsticks, it's been yeah. huge in the past year well, or two. Well, I would have to say or, just like in the future, like in like maybe five years or so, I five, 10 years, whatever it may be, I would love to like the end ultimate goal of all of this is I would love to be creating my own products with like yeah. a brand of my own, just because I feel like that's really where the future is in like 10 years for like just makeup in general. I feel like a lot more influencers and a lot more like just everyday people are going to be able to create their own companies, whether it be makeup or whatever, hair products, anything like that. And I also think that collaborations are so fun. Like I was able to collaborate with Lipland and with Tarte. And that was seriously like the highlight of my career yeah. so far. You're and almost like crying last night. because I all know. Of her, uh, all my Tarte brushes her are touch, sold out. Tarte brushes, I oh. guess they made a limited quantity and she just found out that they're like, totally finally sold out oh my god I mean, finally there have only been like for sale for like a month, a month. they're all yeah, gone I'm sad. She's like, I'm sad. How, how did you guys do with that the, the tart was were they <laughs> expecting to sell as quickly as they did um so the way that it happened it was actually like so organic and just so natural like I remember I went in there just to like hang out and do a periscope with them. And I was with my dad actually, because their offices are in New York City. So I was home and like, I just was hanging out with them. And I remember we were just like talking about collaborations and then they were like, yeah, let's, let's do something together. And I was like, oh my God, like, really? Are you sure? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's you know? So we had talked about like products that I wanted to create. And I was just like, hands down brushes because- mm those tools, like having brushes versus having little, like those little like eyeshadow sponges yeah, yeah, yeah. that come in some drugstore makeup palettes, having the difference between having that and, and real artistry tools are huge. So my, my thinking was if you have the right tools, you can really do anything yeah. because a lot That's of the, the times that transmits the product. Right, so yeah. It's like, it doesn't really like you can have an eyeshadow palette, you can have the most beautiful eyeshadow palette in the world, but if you don't have the correct tools to utilize well, that you palette. Do some in, pretty amazing blending just with like your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that was basically the whole thing behind my brushes was that like I just wanted to create something that was universal because yeah. there's always going to be someone who doesn't like this and doesn't like that, but everybody always needs makeup brushes. Yeah. That's so that's why I was like, I want to create that. 
That's great. Okay. So I want to, um, cause I know you guys are limited on your time and we have this last part of the interview, the best tips and then the beauty bonus round. So let's go through it real quick. Cause I, I okay. want to get you guys out. Cause I know you guys have to, something going on, but I also want to make sure we get this part of yeah, yeah. here. So, okay. So the best tips just kind of real quick, you guys can both answer one answer, whatever you want to do, but what's your best tip for starting your, I'd say, I say Instagram, cause that's what you do. Instagram. You need to just be consistent. I think that that's the best tip. Just whatever you're going to do, just be consistent with it. When someone goes to your page, they should know within five seconds of looking at your page, what that your beauty page, you're this, you're that, like they should know what exactly your page is and what you do. Gotcha. And you know, you need to focus on having good qualities, good quality images and mm-hmm. good quality content, but don't like obsess over it, you know, yeah. get different opinions. If you're just starting a beauty page and you, you know, you're not sure how to take a good selfie or whatever, take a bunch and, and you ask know, your friends, ask have your other parents, people, have other yeah. people look at them and, and look at other kind of professional selfies and kind of see how their lighting is, you know, find the best place. And then, but, you know, don't go crazy with it. You know, it's always going to get better in time. So just focus on quality, but don't obsess over over quality at first. It's more important to just like be getting a lot of that beauty content and make sure your page is clearly a beauty page. Yeah. Yeah. What What's the best tip for what not to do? Don't comment on other people's pictures. I'm an aspiring <laughs> oh, 14-year-old makeup artist. Check out my channel. Yeah. Nicole never ever did that yeah so you want to look at someone who was successful at it that was someone who never did that Don't and that's not to, that's pages. not to offend anyone yeah. i just think that yeah you need to find have people find you organically yeah. that's not the way to do it yeah a hundred percent um what not to do this might sound a little bit harsh but in the beginning when you're starting out nobody really cared when I was posting pictures about my personal life, like those, my personal life, like meaning like me, us, uh, me and my dad or like yeah. me and Nick, like nobody really cares about yeah. that. They want to see makeup. But yeah. when you, when you establish yourself, like when then you, they care about your, then person. they care about your like personal your, life. Your personal life is normally a small circle and then you go into beauty and then no one cares about your personal life. And then your circle gets bigger. And then it's suddenly you're now like a public figure and suddenly yeah. everybody cares about your personal life again. And like, it's yes. like a it's like a concentric circle type of thing. I think keeping it just like if you want to have a page where you're posting personal stuff, then my um if you're just starting out, my best like suggestion would be to have two pages, like one that's personal and then one that's professional. Yeah. And just use the products that you love and use Yeah, them. don't lie about anything. Use them <laughs> consistently and and make sure you're doing good hashtags and you're and you're tagging the brands and and find the brands that that feature makeup artist. Try to get yourself featured on other pages because that's going to be a quicker way to get yourself established and get yourself followers than going around and copy pasting comments on a million people's different pages. And it's going to, you know, irritate more people that way. So that was how Nicole got her first boosts is by getting featured on other Instagram pages. Yeah. How did how did Vegas Nair Huda Beauty find you? I know you said um, that's what your tip by using their hashtags. So oh, that's it. Okay. I- think Vegas Nays is like Vegas underscore Nay. Yeah. Who does is Huda Beauty. So never underestimate the power of a hashtag. Seriously, they make all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what about a best equipment tip? Okay. So in the beginning, if you're just starting out, don't invest 
a huge amount in a camera equipment because you might not like it. Like you have to make sure you're doing it for a solid like two months before you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to invest. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. But I think the Sony A5100 is an amazing camera for people that are just starting out. It's not too expensive. And it's, yeah, I think it's like discounted even more now than it was a couple of years ago. I think it's like four. $400 and you could probably even find it used on Amazon for even cheaper. So I think that that camera is an amazing beginner camera. I was using that one all the way up until a couple months ago, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then I switched over to a Canon, but yeah, uh, you can get great content up with the Sony for sure. And what about for lighting? For lighting? Oh, okay. This is the best thing I could, I could think of right now is on Amazon, if you search soft boxes by Limo Studios, and this is not sponsored by them, <laughs> um, they will give you two soft boxes for $80 in total. It's mm-hmm. Stands, the it soft has the, boxes, the, the kit, the bulbs, everything. everything. So that's a great starter. I mean, even before that, though, if you just, just find, sunlight, you if gotta you just find, find natural a light. good window yeah. and find a window where outside if there's like some light colored concrete on the ground, something that will bounce light up. up, yeah. up. You want mm-hmm. light bouncing up in your window, not coming down from the sun, you know, harsh sunlight coming directly through the window. You want light that's soft and bouncing up through the window. That's, I, I mean, even that, that's what Nicole was doing for the first like six months. She was even yeah. beauty vlogging. is just like, like she said, she would get up in the morning because that's when the sun was on the opposite side of my apartment. And it was, shining and it would reflect off my patio and come in perfectly through the window so she'd have like a solid hour or two and sometimes she would just ditch the lights and just go take pictures with you know just natural just with the natural light so you know even if like an 80 dollar softbox investment is is too much yeah just find a good find a good place to get that up light you know that natural yeah the up light that's huge (laughs) yeah dan you use a ring light i'm assuming yeah, I, right now my setup is I have the Diva ring light, the Supernova one. That one definitely is pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have two soft boxes. I'm thinking about getting the Kinos. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're expensive. very expensive though. So I'm I'm gonna play around with what I have really first and but... then see. But yeah, I mean I do everything with a ring light and two soft boxes, and I use those Limo Studio soft boxes. So it's more it's more the Indian, not the Arrow type of thing. Yeah, you, know, you always yeah. that expression. I always, like, well, it's so true. It's, yeah. it's amazing what you can do with the gear that you have. One thing I would suggest is with the Sony A5100, that's a good camera. You want to make sure if you don't, you know, if you don't have that camera, if you're going to shoot video, you want to make sure you have a camera that has good autofocus for video, basically something that can track your face. So in case you're like leaning mm-hmm. forward or scooching back, it'll keep you, it'll adjust the focus because some of the cameras don't have that. Like some of the more like very manual cameras, they don't have an auto-focusing mode for video. Auto-focus is so huge. If you're going to just do, like Nicole still likes to shoot her own videos. Like she just likes, she doesn't like me all up in her business. Yeah, she's like, shut the little (laughs) door to her beauty room and like, Mm -hmm. you know. So she she doesn't have me working the focus for the camera. So that's one of the things, you know, we spent, a, we actually went out and spent a bunch of money on a totally new camera thinking, okay, we're going to get all professional now. She didn't, like, and we got it thrown back in our faces because we had to return it because yeah. she's like, oh, it doesn't have auto focusing for video. It's all manual. It's so fancy schmancy. Mm. And that was just kind of teaching us a lesson saying like, 
whoa, it's not really the gear. You don't get really get yeah. ahead of yourself with the gear. You can still have amazing results. Oh, with, yeah, totally. You know, with not as expensive gear. So don't be discouraged. And that Sony A5100, that one has uh, autofocus, right? Yeah, yeah. that has autofocus. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. All right. And then the last question is, this is what I ask everybody. What is your superpower? Meaning what do you have that's unique to you that contributed to your success? It's so funny that you say that because I always, always have said this my whole life that everyone has a superpower, yes. like a, a realistic superpower. Yes, same, same here. That's why I bring it up in the show. <laughs> So I think I have like two. Okay. I have... The ability to eat an entire pizza. No. (laughs) No, not that. I can't eat an entire one. Maybe a small. (laughs) I think I have the power of like getting over things very quickly. Mm. Like, and I think that that's very, very good to have in this industry. Like, especially for nasty comments or like hate things and stuff like that, or even just in life. Yeah, it might upset me for an hour or so, but I'm I'm able to like get over it and move on because you do really have to have tough skin in this industry and you can't take everything so personal. Like everybody who always asks me when they're getting started, like, how do you deal with the hate? And my response is these people that are hating on you, they're strangers. They don't know you personally. They've never met you. So you can't take what a stranger says about you personally. So I think that that's definitely one of my super powers. And then another one I just feel like is just like an artistic superpower. Like mm-hmm. I'm always kind of seeing things with an artistic eye now that I'm into beauty and into like makeup because makeup really is an art form, you yes. know? And I think a lot of people forget that, that it really just is art. And at the end of the day, it's not that serious. It's just, it's just having fun. Well, thank you so much, Nicole and Nick. This was a lot of fun. And you guys, it gave some amazing, amazing advice. It's one of my favorite interviews oh, so far. Course. I know people did you Did you want to answer or ask me any questions? Because I know you were saying on your Facebook page, there were a couple questions. Yeah, I know, because I know we were short on time. Um, but I did have a... We uh, could do like five more minutes. Okay, That's so I so did fun. have a few come in. I, I sprinkled a couple in... Um, just now, but one of them that people were asking was, how do you come up with your content? Like your unique video ideas? Like, how do you come up with them? Um, I think I honestly, it takes some time, you know, I'll discuss with my mom and my sister a lot. And even with Nick, because my mom is actually very artistic. She's, um, she was a kindergarten art teacher. So Mm. she's got all the cute little things up her sleeves. But yeah, like I'll, I'll talk about creative content with my family or I'll talk with Nick. Like, what do you think about this? Honestly, Pinterest is an amazing site for ideas. So I'm always on there looking for ideas. I think just constantly doing your research on research. Yeah. Research on what's going on and what's popular and what's just what you think will be the next big thing. I think that that is just really, really important. Like just because I have, one M next to my name doesn't mean I'm still constantly researching constantly. Where do you, where do you research? Oh, I'll do a lot of research on Pinterest. Like I'll see kind of like what the trends are and then 
honestly, the Snapchat like stories that they have now that um like Refinery29 puts out or like Cosmo, those are definitely informing. I look at a lot of celebrity makeup artists like Harouche mm-hmm. and um, Makeup by Mario. I'll see like what they're doing on celebrities and kind of like utilizing that to create content and just other stuff like that. Uh, next question. What is the best way to have brands recognize you? I think Nick, you you probably know more just than get, I do. Just trying to get featured. You just, just gotta use hashtags. You gotta tag them. Don't be afraid to like tag people in your work. Don't be afraid to hashtag. Paying attention and I guess not not necessarily purchasing things because that doesn't really guarantee anything. Mm-hmm. But if you can afford the newer makeup items and stuff like that, I think using what's hot right now to your advantage is definitely. huge because um if you think about it like a lot of holiday collections are coming out now a lot of holiday palettes Mm -hmm. so that's going to be the talk of the town from now until january basically so i think kind of getting those palettes doing lots of looks with them just just knowing that that. knowing that brands have have social media managers that are looking for you they are looking for new talent they're looking to to feature people. So especially mm-hmm. with like, if they have new hot products that are out, you know, your favorite makeup company, go to their website, see what's new that they're, that they're just launching, check out their page. Mm-hmm. Are they featuring mm-hmm. new, new makeup artists who are using their, you know, whatever new concealer will start using that and use it consistently. And, and of course, if you time. like it, you have yeah. to always be true Genuine. to yourself, you know, yeah, that's why I said your favorite makeup. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Like you have to be true to yourself. You don't want to get lost in the crowd or lost in your own in your own self just trying to get a feature you want to really make sure that you love what you're doing and love the products you're using that's great all right well those are awesome answers you guys this is an amazing interview uh, where can people find you if they're not familiar with who you are sure so on instagram my name is nicole concilio honestly that's that's where you can find me anywhere, YouTube. And my name doesn't have the E in Nicole. So just it's just N-I-C-O-L. Yeah. C-O-N-C-I-A. <laughs> All right, Nicole and Nick, thank you so much. Thank you, Erica. Thank it you. was awesome being on here. I'm really, I'm really honored that you thought of me to be on here. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you guys. I know people are going to love it. Well, that's it. That's our episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. And if you stayed this long, do me a huge, huge favor and leave a review on iTunes. Five stars would be amazing. It helps more than you know, helping other people find the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. Also, make sure you check out beautyandthevlog.com for all the show notes for this episode. And if you're not a part of the Beauty and the Vlog family on our Facebook group, make sure you join for lots of support collaborations and questions and answers for anything related to being a content creator on YouTube. This is Erica and I will see you next week. Mwah.